Hello, hello, everyone. This is yours truly, Miss Taryn Candace Arnold. I probably shouldn't say my full name on here just for safety, but I just did, and I have no desire to edit that out. So if this ever gets to a point where this is life-threatening, well, then tell me to delete this, but this won't be. So don't worry, guys. Okay, so I had a fun little first first little podcast for you guys a while ago, but today I'm going to try another one. And this one is going to be really long, not really long, but it's going to be longer. And I'm going to, I have segments all planned out for you. I really went with the organization on this, trying to feel pretty cool, trying to make you guys feel like you are a part of something that actually makes sense and is worth your time. So that's what we're going to do. Um, I, our first thing that I'm going to talk about is I, I have drafted nine things. This is going to be in every podcast, nine things that it's time you knew today, nine things you need to know. Then I'm going to follow up with a story of me falling on a treadmill in a class of about 25 people, which is one of the most horrible things one can experience in life. And lastly, I'm going to answer a listener question. I've gotten a couple, but today we're only going to do one. So let's get started. Here are nine things it's time you knew. Number one. The Great Gatsby came out this past weekend. I saw it. I loved it. I actually read the book right before it came out. And so I was like really emotional and having a crazy, I guess I didn't read it in school and I don't know how people read it in school. Like they said, they read it in like middle school and I, geez, some of the words in there, I literally Googled. Not ashamed, not ashamed. Anyway, so the movie came out. I thought that it was going to be awesome and it was. Then I go on Rotten Tomatoes because I love Rotten Tomatoes it got a 51% on the tomato meter, which I just read that word for the first time and it's hilarious. That totally bummed me out. I feel like critics critics are the worst people. Sorry if you're a critic. I'm a critic of you, you critic. This is why. This is why. The Crudes, which I haven't seen, got a 69%. The Big Wedding got an 8%, which I get that because that was a rough movie. That was like, ugh, that was a hard movie to watch. But, but... How did the crudes, the silly little crudes, get a 69% and good old Gatsby, our man, got a 51? I I just, so then I was like, well, I'm going to look up the different things that maybe they said and see some of the critics' remarks. And I, I still just, no idea. Just no idea. This person said, Tom Charity of CNN, like that's a prestigious company to be with. Am I right? He wrote, there are no two ways about it. The great Gatsby is misconceived and misjudged a crude burlesque on what's probably American literature's most precious jewel. I'm going to hit you in your precious jewels for your comment, Mr. Tom charity. Then I'm not going to read that one. Too many big words over it. Um, see this guy said not an all out disaster, but Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald's novel is rendered as a fairly standard love story, and it's much, much more than that. Well, I can go with you there. It is much more than that, and I got a lot out of it. Regardless, what I'm trying to say, critics, you make me sick, and I don't want to hear what you have to say. So I'm not going to look at you anymore. I'm not going to give you the, the, the attention that you so desperately want. And maybe I should see The Crudes because if that got higher than The Great Gatsby and I love The Great Gatsby, then maybe I'll love The Crudes. Does The Crudes have Leonardo DiCaprio? I think not. Does The Crudes have a scene where Leonardo DiCaprio is wearing a tan sweater of pure perfection and a pinky ring? I, and I would let the pinky ring slide. I'm not a pinky ring person. I'm, I don't really like rings on men. 
<laughs> that sounds funny. I don't like rings on unmarried men, I guess I should say. feel like they look kind of weird, especially pinky rings. But, ooh, our man Gatsby really, really, really rocked it. So that's number one. The Great Gatsby came out, and you need to go see it, and you need to kick any critic in the precious jewels, women included. Number two, Taylor Swift dropped 17 million on a home in Rhode Island, which is like, okay, Taylor, you're just trying to show off. You're 23. I don't, I will never see $17 million in my life. And if I do, I hope I report back to this, but I will not. I repeat, I will not. So she spent $17 million on this waterfront, beautiful coastal home in Rhode Island in Watch Hill, Rhode Island. She just bought it like a couple weeks ago, I want to say, and already a little 22-year-old Lucas Bortsfeld, which is the dorkiest name in the world, this little Lukey tried to break into her house. I, he didn't get that far before, obviously, T-Swift's people were like, get away, little Bortsfeld. He was found in the bushes of like right in front of her house, and he said he was just out for a stroll, which I don't know what kind of stroll you're in if you're what kind of stroll you're on if you're chilling in some bushes because that's not the kind of stroll I want to be on and I don't want to be with you Lucas Bortsfeld so that's kind of crazy that's the second thing that it's time you knew that Taylor Swift has more money than you'll ever see and she had a trespasser a 22 year old just like myself number three American Idol news are you ready boom American Idol is still on I have nothing more to say other than can you believe that it's still running I cannot. The only reason I believe it is, is solely because Ryan Seacrest draws crowds. And he draws me. And I get that. Number four, Boston bomber suspect Joe Carr, that Joe Carr Sarnev dude, he left a note on the wall of the boat, which I thought was really crazy. That he, while he's sitting there dying, he's like a little, he's like writing things on the inside of the boat, which is really freaky. In short... The idea summed up was that when you attack one Muslim, you attack all Muslims. A CBS reporter, John Miller, writes, basically the note says, the bombings were retribution for the U.S. crimes against Muslims in places like Iraq and Afghanistan, and that the victims of the Boston bombing were collateral damage. The same way innocent victims have been collateral damage in U.S. wars around the world. I have nothing more to say about that, because you can't really make jokes of something like that, but I thought it was important to talk about. Number five, our very own David Beckham is retiring from soccer. Our very own means absolutely nothing because he's not my own anything other than my own little, my own little eye candy. They'll watch you run around on the sport. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Basically, he's done. And honestly, other than like you're attract, he's attractive and stuff. I don't really know if he's even good. I don't know if he's like uh, the star, like Ronaldinho or Ronaldo or whatever they say of that one man. I, and I don't even know if that guy's good. That's just the only other name in soccer that I know. You know, Bend It Like Beckham was a great movie. I'm going to, you know what? Just for poops and giggles, I'm going to Rotten Tomatoes Bend It Like Beckham. And if that's, if that got higher than Gatsby, I say we we ruin Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, bend It. Bennett, like Beckham from 2002, got an 85% people. The critics gave it more than the audience did. The audience gave it a 69%, which still beat Gatsby. Oh, my. It was a good movie. I'll tell you that. 
they were right with that one because that is a really, really fantastic film. Anyway, all goes to say David Beckham is retiring after this season. He's going to go home to his little Spice Girl and their cute little kids. Kids? I'm hoping it's kids. I think it is. Yeah. Anyway, they're really cute. By they, I mean David Beckham's abs. Am I right? Number six, all of my shows are ending. I hate this time of the year. It's like it's like the the fun time of the year is ending. Summer is become is starting, which is great because summer is fun. But it's like school and you know I'm not even in school. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but what I am trying to say is I hate when my shows end and my shows are ending. My shows. If you need a show to watch since they're all ending and maybe you hadn't been been keeping up with any shows in the first place, Nashville so good. Connie Britton or Brighton, whatever her name is is the mother I want to be in every situation. She was that way in Friday Night Lights. She's like that here. Watch Nashville. So good. And Hated Panda Tear is really cute. Also, I don't, she's like the shortest human. There was this really funny post on BuzzFeed that I laughed at forever about how short she is and how her boyfriend is a giant trying to squash her. Uh, I think she's like legally a midget. <laughs> and if not, it's time I knew too. So let's look this up together. Hayden, Panettiere, 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 height. She's 5'2". She's 1.57 meters. That's a funny way to, to to reference it. That makes her sound so small. Oh, 5'2". I could probably jump over her. Although, I am horrible at jumping, so I probably couldn't. I just like hit her in the little blonde head. She'd go toppling, fall into my pocket. She'd be lost forever. Anyway, Nashville, got to watch Nashville. I really like Heart of Dixie, which didn't, you know, when you first start watching it, you're like, this is terrible. It's with Rachel Bilson and she is rough in the first couple episodes because you're like, oh, her character is the worst. But then you grow to like her. So you should see that. Lastly, the new girl. (sighs) If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen the season finale, don't listen to me. Who is Schmidt going to pick? Is he going to pick Cece or is he going to pick the other girl? The, the one from his like high school days, college days. I don't know. And I don't know who he should pick. I kind of want him to pick CC because it's CC, you know, they're, they're just long lost love kind of feeling. And I, and I want that for him, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to, they're going to try to make him a better person. And so they're not going to go with CC because they're going to go with the other girl because she's like chubbier. And that's like what he's not all about, but I think they're going to make him, her choose him. And I hope that Nick and Jess stay together because that last episode was really cute. Anyway, every sh- all the shows are ending. And if you didn't know that your show's about to end, it's about to end. And I saw somewhere today that 75% of shows don't get past the first season. So if you're on the first season of a show, you better pray to the Lord that he's going to renew that show because I swear it is very black and white with what he will do with this show. Mm-hmm. Okay, number seven. A lot of people were shocked to he- to hear this, and I and I was surprised by this because I thought everybody knew, but Leo DiCaprio has never won an Oscar ever. And 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 I just typed in into Google right now. <clears throat> Leo never won Oscar, and there's so many so many posts just even from these last couple days where they all basically say something to the effect of people who have surprisingly never won an Oscar. Leo is in that, which I just, oh, just blows my mind. 
He's been in a lot of good films. Titanic. Are you kidding me? And then Gatsby. I mean, apparently we all know he's not going to get one now. Um, okay. I clicked on this thing that says people who have surprisingly never won an Oscar. Number one is Leo. Number two, Ed Harris. Number three, Brad Pitt. I just don't believe that. I guess that's why this article is called surprisingly. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix is on here. No one ever expects Joaquin Phoenix to win an, uh, win an Oscar. So I can't even comment on that. What I'm trying to say is when Oscar season comes around, I don't really know how the Oscars get chosen now that I'm thinking about it, but you find a way to get him an Oscar. And if not, I say we make him one. I can take some like welding courses somewhere at the local, at the local town library and I'm going to make him an Oscar. And if you want your name on it, comment below. And I would love to incorporate you on this, in this journey. Two things left on this, uh, on this, it's time you knew. Number eight, Vine. If you, it doesn't work on Android, and I'm sorry to say, but if you have never heard of Vine, oh man, it is the, the best way to describe it is if you have Instagram, Instagram, Okay, we're just going to give you a crash course. Instagram is like is like a Twitter just for pictures. So you just post a picture and then people can like it or comment on it or whatever. So you post like, this is my food and then people like it. Or you post like, ooh, I got a new step in my hair. Cool, right? Hashtag stupid. And then people can like click on stupid and see if they like it. Or they can just like your picture or they can say, Dude, your steps are stupid. I love it. You know, that whole shebang. So then Vine gets created. And Vine is this magical world of six-second videos that you can craft any way you want. Like, they're, they're, you, you just hold the screen down. So you can, it's like an instant stop motion. I always wanted to be able to do stop motion because you can do, like, magic. And you can make things look really pretty. But now you can. And it's, like, made so easy for anybody so it's six second things. You post them, same idea. You can like, you can comment, you can hashtag. It is the funnest thing in the world. I'm going to give you my name um, on here. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Profile. Okay. It's just Taryn Arnold. So you just search my name, Taryn Arnold, and I'm going to be on there. I have a whopping 54 followers. So please join me in my desperation for some love on Vine. All I'm trying to say is you got to get it or look at it. The guy from Modern Family, Cam, his name is, I think, Eric Stone Street or something. His is so funny. Oh, and he's not gay in real life, but he keeps alluding to these funny little jokes. And it's like, oh my gosh, so worth it. Vine, go get it. Lastly, on my list of nine things is, if you haven't heard, Angelina Jolie did this wild thing. I mean, it's it's not wild, but it's, it's rare. She got a, a double mastectomy so which means that she got both of her breasts removed it was completely preventative but but she had an 87 percent chance of a of a of developing cancer and that was either ovarian or breast cancer just from her genes and everything like her dna genes not like the pants she wore even though that's probably linked to cancer too for all i know she had an 87 percent chance then she got both her breasts removed and now she's at a five percent chance so go girl. I mean, it's probably sad for Brad that your boobs are gone, but for the, like, literally you're taking a stand against some pretty crazy stuff and I'm really happy about it. So thanks Angelina. You rock. 
you're a cool role model for the rest of us girls. That's it. Those are nine things that it's time that you knew today. I think you're pretty caught up on some stuff, which is really great. So now I got story time for you and I'm going to keep it short and sweet because dear God, it was horrible. Here's a little story time with Taryn. I fell on a moving treadmill. I really did. I went to step on it on this class that I take at this gym that I go to. And I went to stand on the treadmill after I had been worn down by my sheer brute of working out. I was going so hard. We were doing this team exercise where you kind of have to go at this. You have to work for your other person. And then if you work hard enough, then they get to do less. And it's like this like fun little deal. So I'm like going hard because I'm like, I'm going to help this guy out. We, cause I want him to help me out. So we're working on it. And I go to step on my treadmill and to my dismay and me just completely not knowing the treadmill was moving and it was going pretty fast. I stepped on it with my right foot. Obviously, the treadmill pulled me out from underneath. Then I hit my right knee. Then I tried to scramble up with my left foot, stepped on, hit my left foot. It was terrible. And I had dreamt of the day that I would fall on a treadmill because I've seen people do it. And I didn't know what it would look like. Well, we know, folks, everyone was watching. Everyone stopped what they were doing. There is loud pumping music. And I heard an audible, <gasps> and it was just the worst. Let me just tell you, anything you can do to not fall on a treadmill, please use all preventative measures because it is a horrible feeling. And you know that at that moment, there are two options. One, you are either going to cry and just cry and cry and try to hide it and tears will roll down your face. Or you pop up as fast as your little damn scraped up feet are going to let you. And you just chug on like nothing ever happened. Like, oh, I've been, I've done this a billion times. And then you just go. And that is what I did. I popped up. I said, <laughs> no, I'm fine gaping wound. I was wearing long black yoga pants and I didn't rip the pants, but I ripped my skin under my pants. So I was bleeding inside my pants and I didn't even know it until after the class. Long story short, I fell on a treadmill and I want you to know to not do that because it hurts and it's time you knew that you're going to bleed and you're going to be sad and you have to decide now. It's better to decide now than have to make a game time decision, whether you're going to be a crier or you're going to keep going. Crying is totally acceptable. It's just there was a big class and I was being completely noticed. So I didn't know what to do. End of story time. This is our last bit of business as we're here today. I got a listener question and it's a legit question. And it's time that we knew how to how to handle this this grave issue. Listeners questions. What do you got? So my friend Anna asks, why is it so difficult knowing what to call your parents' friends after you're an adult? First name, Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so. It's just awkward all around. Anna, preach it. I hear you, girl, and I know what you mean. This is, this is my reaction to that. First, I always introduce myself first. I like introducing myself to people. I think it's calming. I think it shows confidence. So I stick out my hand and I say, hi, I'm Taryn. Nice to, a pleasure to meet you or whatever. They'll either say, the parent will either say, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Mrs. Johnson. Or they'll say, I'm Karen. 
or Karen, Karen's a bad example because my name is Taryn. So we would laugh because they rhymed. She would say, I'm Laura. And I would say, nice to meet you, Laura. And for the rest of the night, I would know that I was on this cool, mature level and I could call her Laura, you know, and we're old enough for that. Like, it's cool. You don't have, you know, and whatever. What I would like, what would be great so that that awkward interaction didn't happen is like the Texas way where everybody calls each other sir and ma'am and all those polite terms. But everywhere outside of Texas, that is not enjoyed. Like I, like my mom, I remember being a kid and my mom, when, when kids would meet her, they would say, she'd say, no, no, call me Dina. Always. She didn't want anybody calling her ma'am, Mrs., Miss, nothing. So, so just, you just got to feel it out. That's my, that's my best way. And that's my best advice, I guess. Feel it out and then go with whatever the first the first name that they give you, remember that and stick with it. I I like getting to the level of first name very, very quickly. So I try to make a lot of welcoming, warming jokes so that they know that I'm like, I'm one of you, you know, I'm not just a kid. I don't want a sandwich from you. Like I'll make you a sandwich. You know, I don't know a scenario where I would make a mom a sandwich, but I'm just saying, lastly, if if they don't tell you, if there's not an introduction possible, and if you don't know which way to go, just go automatically with the Mrs. or Mr. Like, oh, so Mrs. Johnson, how, you know, what kind of work do you do? You know, something like that. Because if they don't like it, they will automatically correct you. And they'll say, no, no, call me Laura. And you're like, yes, you are Laura to me now. And that's how you handle that. Anna, that's how you handle that. I hope this helped you. I hope that this um, this helps just the pain and the, the confusion and sadness you might feel in that situation. If you have listener questions, comment below because this is fun stuff. You're going to comment below. You can write anything and I will talk about it. Even if it's not a question, even if you want to understand something, if you want me to touch on something, I have more coming up for these next episodes that are going to be really funny and I'm excited about them. So all this goes to say, thank you for listening. I'm going to try to do once a week. I'm in the process of moving back to California, so I don't know how reliable this is going to be at first, but I promise you I'm going to try because I really like talking into this microphone and I like talking to you guys and I like the fact that maybe, maybe a handful of y'all listen to this. Thank you for listening. This is Taryn. It's time you knew. This is a really long voicemail. Beep. Thank you earnestly, honestly, deeply for listening. Tune in soon. Later, daddy.